0: Hello? All
1: right, we're, wait- yep, we're waiting for the episode of Fear the Walking Dead to end, and then we're going to start this thing we're going over a minute, so just bear with us.
0: Do you have anything on Uh, have anything um, uh... Uh, for,
1: All right. for right.
0: Come from Walking Dead. Coming from
1: our zombie bunker what deep in the Appalachian, and it's Fear the Walking Fan, boys. I'm your host, Brett, and joining me is my zombie-killing partner in crime, Ron. How you doing? Hey.
0: I am doing fantastic, Brett. How are you doing this fine evening?
1: I'm doing good. Um, so, for, for folks who don't know what the hell we're going to be discussing, uh, we are longtime fans of The Walking Dead. Um, there's been a nice little gap for Fear the Walking or after Fear the Walking Dead, a certain time usual chat, so we're going to step in, we're going to have a little talk about Fear the Walking Dead, and how uh, that relates the Walking Dead. So, I think smart place to start on, is, what do you think of the series so far?
0: I think the series is great. I've been uh, jotting down diligently my notes, and I think that there's a lot of, Homage that goes on to the original series that's been on now for so many seasons, and there's a lot of homage that's going on uh to really like what we know is like the end of the society um and the the interesting thing is is as was spoken on that uh that talking dead right before the the pilot was uh that we would know much more than our characters know, and we're sort of going down the the line of the discovery line of of what they're they're learning and we're we're sort of already in the know and that that's what makes this really fun because you're sort of you, you're sort of like you the fear of the walking dead is also like affecting us because we're like we're fearing what's happening to them because we know five months down the road or however long you know whenever Rick ends up waking up from his coma it's gonna be but we're now just seeing everything just sort of the complete and utter collapse of society. It's fun.
1: So, yeah. So that actually kind of goes with my first little observation I've had. So, *Fear the Walk* or the, *The Walking Dead* itself. I mean, it's serious to me is all about rebuilding society. I mean, it's kind of a, a no duh. Like, where do you go? Do you even bother recreating society? It kind of hit me with this episode in the riot scene and just kind of the breakdown as a whole. Is this one mm-hmm. is more of the breakdown of society? Another no shit I, statement, but but.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go off into of
1: two things before we go. So one, it, it to me has uh, um, echoes of Black Lives Matter and the protests of cops, um, mm-hmm. you know, killing civilians. And the other is, and it's rather appropriate, is Katrina. It seems there there's a slight vibe of that of the government and society and uh, and uh, leaders not having a clue how to handle a complete disaster.
0: I, am, I I have my notes here, and I am in complete agreement. I thought that the cool things that they were really portraying, uh, like you're right, that the original series is like sort of, you know, whatever is happening to society, there are certain factions that are trying to rebuild it. There are certain others that uh, appreciate the anarchistic attitude of the collapse. And I think that was sort of like there was like a little play on – the beginnings of it. And then when we get to the riots, which I think L.A. is a perfect setting for this, because I think, mm-hmm. you know, while it doesn't happen every day there, you know, I think a lot of the, the lay people in society would say, oh, yeah, we've heard of like all the riots that happened, like with the Lakers win or, you know, going back to Rodney King or whatnot. So it's very we can we can associate with it. But I think that like, you know, you had brought up the protest. It's sort of like is that anarchy already setting in and then we see them, you know, run and hide into the barber shop and anarchy is completely in full rage at that point, you know, and we're starting to see like all these checklists. And actually my wife she does the Sink The Walking Dead uh uh, thing from AMC's app, and they—that was the last thing. is they had like a checklist as to what would the checklist be for the downfall of society, and we've we've pretty much hit all boxes at this point.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, one, I thought it was kind of interesting that the riot started with cops killing a person,
0: and mm-hmm, that
1: was taken the wrong way, and it's almost yep. like well, it's, to me, like the whole thing, and I've said it, God knows how many places, is like sci-fi horror they're best when they're, like, making commentary about society. Uh, agree or disagree yep. with the commentary, like, that's when it's really, really solid. And they seem to be trying to do that in this series much more than The yep. Walking Dead, which I think is very, very well, interesting, too. What's
0: interesting, th- and think about it, you know, we're we're at the point now where we've now seen a police officer filling up his trunk. So th- they're aware, and, and that was one point that I wanted to, to, that I shot to you earlier this week, that, if you're following the series as diligently and you're doing the AMC story sync that they have, they're sending some Easter eggs. I can only recommend doing it um, because there's a lot of neat little nuggets in there. Last week they had uh, a memorandum from the world health organization that already started to talk about how to handle the deceased. And really there's a lot of inferences as to, you know, people are well in the know as to what's going on. So you can start to see, the police officers who we have to assume now sort of know what's going on. You know, they're keeping people away from that, dead body. They're telling people that like, you know, if dead bodies, if they're dead in this memorandum that like you, you need to like, basically that that memorandum says, you know, if there's a, do not resuscitate, you try to keep them alive at all costs. They can ignore that. And if they do decease, Uh, within 15 minutes of decease, you have to be away from that body. So there's a lot going on that's behind the scenes, which is very interesting because I think that the government is way more in the know than they're letting on, which led me to my next question. Is like, all right, is it really a flu? What are we spoon fed? Like, why are we, why are so many people like in the dark? What have they been reporting on in the news? You know, like the whole conspiracy theory, you know, like, is this government driven? Is this, like, you know, bioterrorism? Like, all we know is that there's this virus out there, and it seems like the cops are in the know because, you know, one cop is stockpiling water. He's ready to bug out. So, um, or are we at that point where, you know, just like our characters here, are they realizing as quickly as possible that, and and just, you know, they're coming up with their own bug out plan on the fly?
1: I'm going to go with cops are going with a bug out plan on the fly. I think what's interesting is the telling is the female cop, and for folks who haven't seen the show, we're, we're going to be full of spoilers, so just to warn you. Uh, so the female, the female cop did a headshot. She did a body shot and then a headshot, yep. which means there had to have been at least some sort of message that got around that said, go for headshots. The body on the ground that the riot kind of goes out uh, over is also, it never reanimates, which means headshot. No, So the cop, if you
0: see, the, the eye is shot out. So that was a headshot right. there as well.
1: Yes, right. So that's another. I mean, it's another definite headshot. So clearly yep. the cops are getting the message that there's head, sh- like go for the head. Um, whether or not I wouldn't go as far as there's a government conspiracy as far as the virus, the telling on the, mm-hmm. the only thought I thought on that is the episode, uh, the first episode. I forgot what the book they're discussing. Um, it's mm. all about nature, basically. Uh, oh, it's Jack itself. London.
0: It was the Jack yeah. London book, how nature always wins, yeah.
1: Yeah, so nature wins. So this is, could be just, you know, nature biting back and saying, screw you, and finally just getting mm-hmm. rid of everyone. Um, so government conspiracy, I'm not so hot on. But definitely they know something up, though. I don't think they quite, I mean, let's face it, let's... I've worked in government. If someone came to me and said there's a zombie (laughs) outbreak, I'd look at them and say you're full of shit until I'm, like, put in front of me being like, no, look, the zombie's right there. Um, The government's not that bright, so... um, Right. (laughs) This is coming from a firsthand person from
0: the Hill at one point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting one though is uh, the episode clearly is no issues offing people. or The series has is no issue offing people. The three main characters that are all named that got killed though are black, which is that's a little fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's and, that's interesting. You know, I wasn't making note of that. I just was sort of like, <laughs> oh, that guy's gone, that guy's gone. I did not realize that like we've now just become part of like uh, that. That's an interesting
1: little nugget. <laughs> Yeah, the the boyfriend, the principal, and yep. the drug dealer are all gone. Well, boyfriend's and not dead main, yet. Oh, he's dead. Uh, he's dead. Then, <laughs> then the uh, the main series has had issues where it seems they kind of have a quota of certain how many people with dark skin can be part of the cast, and then they off anyone who's over that quota. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it I'm not going to lie. I didn't have
0: anything like that in my notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did, clearly. Yeah, I bet you did. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's a little odd. I mean, we haven't been introduced to a lot of people. That's that's kind of the thing. So there's a little limited uh, yep. choice as to who they're killing. But it's a little And, and you notice up.
0: what we're doing. You notice what's happening now with the people that we know is it's already starting to set in exactly sort of how we enter. Rick's world where Rick is in one place and his family's in another place. We now have the family in two separate places, as close as they are. That could be literally coast to coast at this point because it seems so far away with everything that's going on.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, the spread of it, I think, is going to be fascinating. There was a discussion that was going on uh, that I was having with someone else that said, Mm -hmm. you know, and and The Walking Dead, they've established that everyone has the virus at this point. Most likely everyone has the virus. And just assume when you die, you're coming back. Um, And that's
0: an interesting proposition because I want to go back to season one, or season one, episode one, uh, the very first scene at the church. And it was, you know, I was sitting there trying to figure out, all right, we know that, like, all right, we're we're sort of in the middle of this because we're at the point of like really what I call the tipping point where it's been going on a while and now it's gotten to the point where it's become pervasive and it's actually destroying society. We just happen to be aware of it now. So I'm assuming that this has been going on. Again, going back to the Easter egg of the World Health Organization memorandum, they must have had enough notification or knowledge to, to put this together. But when we see the first zombie that we encounter, I mean you know, she's there and she's got a knife in her chest and you sit there and go, all right, did, did she die? Like we're in a, we're in a, you know, a heroin den. So did she yeah. die of an overdose start eating everybody and somebody tried to kill her? Cause there wasn't a lot of blood from that stab wound. It was only a little bit on the front of her. So that I'm almost thinking that that's a little post-mortem. So then I go with you. Yeah. Maybe people already got the virus and how did that get into them? You know, like two days ago, Grandma could have died and not, you know, and now all of a sudden, Grandma dies and she's going to try to eat me. (laughs) You know, very quickly. Yeah, well,
1: one uh, one site posted and said that there was a lot of focus on water for Mm. the first episode. Um, Which you could just say that it's just a statement of life as opposed to, like, they're just doing a kind of like a little theme going on. Um, So that that supposedly... Well, it
0: happened in the second episode, too. The boyfriend who you're saying he's dead. I'm, I'm, I'm living a little oh, hope here, but, <laughs> but she said to go get water, and then when she comes home in the last scene, the mother, she's washing the blood out. Like there's still a water inference going on, so that's an interesting point.
1: Yeah, and the, the, the thought was that there's something in the water that's um, hurting everyone, and, and I've got the episode going on right now. Their neighbors also that what you see from the neighbor who's walking up along, is also loading up water into his truck. Yep.
0: That's true. That's true. And you you think about, I mean, they are close to Mexico, too, and traveling there, you just don't drink the water. Seriously, if you're going to try to live this out, people, if you're listening right now, drink bottled water. (laughs) Maybe that's not safe. I don't know. But I'm I'm giving you a tip right now. If you're going to live through the zombie apocalypse, get yourself a lot of bottled water. I can't hear you. All right, Brett got uh, booted out real quick. I'm going to keep on carrying on. Um, He's going to dial back in real quick, but I wanted to uh, let people know uh, that we'll be doing this every week uh, while the show's going on, so there's four more episodes, and actually, you're gonna have a uh, a fun little nugget that's gonna happen. The uh, the last show, the the season finale, uh, we're gonna like hop on. I know that uh, we're we'll been talking about maybe doing it live, but we're gonna be live together because uh, as you may or may not be, uh, be aware, we're we're a couple states away from one another, and we know each other from uh, from well, 20 years now uh, through personal life experiences. But uh, we're going to be doing this live together, the last uh, episode. Um, I'm hoping that he dials back in soon because i got a couple other topics that I've got listed out that I wanted to touch base on. Um, and I really thought that I was making a really good point of, like, everybody getting bottled water. I mean, maybe we're already in the know about this as a society. I mean, think about it. You know, bottled water, who would have thought? Who would have thought that, like, we'd be buying bottled water? Like, 20 years ago, I was drinking out of a hose. I would have had the players at that point. I'm done. I would have been no better than the boyfriend. Brett, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. All right.
1: Or all right. Sorry. Um,
0: I just started to babble to fill time, but uh, now that we got <laughs> you back, I had a question. <laughs> I had a question. I was letting all our listeners know, too, that like we'd be doing this live together uh, for the last episode. So we're still batting around what we're going to do. We're going to try to do something fun for everybody, but I, I have a uh. A topic. I don't know if we got off the water topic, but I had a topic yeah, that I wrote down. <laughs> we can get off the water. All right, but I got this note that's actually been carrying through for the last two episodes. I mean, now that we're already 25% of the way through, actually not 26%, we're 33% of the way through this season already. It doesn't even feel right. But uh, I think the beauty of it is that we're sort of like living with the families anybody that really hasn't been paying attention. Tobias has been paying attention. Obviously he's like one of those guys that would put like, you know, a foil hat on and say that the aliens were coming too, but he's at least recognized. He brings a knife to school, but our family has it because think of it. They have a lot of life things going on. You've got a split family. They're trying to keep everything together. You've got the the son just got like, you know, hit by a car and he was like junking out. And so they're not paying attention around them. And that carries through. You can see what's happening with society across the street. You know, they're having a birthday party this one. You know, they're setting up for their daughter's birthday. I mean, you know, they weren't paying attention to anything like that. And then all of a sudden you see in the last scene that, like, you know, mom's getting eaten or whatever the hell's happening over there. But, you know, there's this this beautiful metaphor that's going on as to, like, life happening, and that's what's causing the ignorance. Um, the, 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 the mother, uh, she said... Uh, Right away, you know, like when they were trying to track down Chris, you know, like, didn't you see like the shooting last night? No, I was up till two in the morning studying and I went to bed, you know, like that's that's the case in point of all this stuff going on. And if you look at the kids, they're wearing their headphones and it's so it's it's almost Mm -hmm. like this beautiful metaphor that everybody's got the headphones in right now. They're ignoring everything. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Put the headphones in. Could you please take out your headphones? The mother says that the the first episode. It's like hilarious. It's like, yeah, I'm listening. Are we really listening? Are people really listening? Is society listening? And, you know, it takes a a Calvin to reanimate after getting run over by a pickup truck twice for everybody to go, wait, what? (laughs) So I want to get your thoughts on that, Brett.
1: Yeah, I kind of, so that was another thing that I uh, picked up that I, I really liked, uh, particularly about this episode, and I it picked up, and I noticed it, was mm-hmm. um, there was that distraction that kept on going over and over and over by either, mm-hmm. or, yeah, so like he, and just, you know, the, the, um, the dumbing down of America, and dumbing down of society, mm-hmm. and how media and consumption is used to kind of control us, and, uh and uh really focus like you know what we're paying attention to. I and mean, when they're in the truck in the beginning and they're going mm-hmm. through the the radio, it's all music, it's all inane conversations. Yep. Like the one guy where you think it's an actual conversation starts going off about his fantasy team. Uh fantasy <laughs> <Yeah>. football team.
0: <laughs> I love and, that. I actually I got a giggle out of that.
1: Yeah, and it and but the thing is is like it's so realistic in that you know of course you know if society's really breaking down you're going to see media and entertainment used to basically um pacify us
0: and
1: yep. uh distract us and I, you know again going into the the show is really reflecting and and doing a good job of of making commentary about today's society like i think it nails it in that like if, mm-hmm. you know people are going to be either in denial in which case they're going to go about their lives until it's too late um mm-hmm. or you know they're just gonna totally not know about it because the you know whatever the four four or six companies that control all the media aren't letting us. and are part of that conspiracy. Yeah. Um,
0: that's, it's all, a, that's It's a very good point.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, it's one that it kind of hit, hit me with the with the truck, and then with him, um, doing the uh. Um, uh, with the um, headphones on was the other thing yeah. that uh, made it. I think we think that you know clearly they're just they're making a statement here.
0: They're they're absolutely making a statement. I think it's I, I think it's really well written. I, I'm glad you grabbed the point because I was I was sort of like hooked on it too when they were in the truck and he's listening to the radio, and I'm like you know it's the biblical proportions. That my quarterback sucks. I was like, wait, what? That, what just happened? It's just like it's just you, you're starting to. Ho- you're we're all watching this again with the experiences of of five seasons of The Walking Dead. Going, oh my god, people, just wake up! It's happening around you. What's going on? And it's it, you're it, you're almost getting frustrated. And the way that like it's it's so well written. Like the first episode, it was sort of like this this journey of all right, everything's sort of hunky-dory. We're living through life. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, the father goes back to the church and he's making noise in the church. And we just saw, you know, we just saw Gloria like eating a guy. And go, out, and you're like, please don't make noise. And he's going, hey, and rattling around, and, and and same thing like in the school that happens today. The mother's in the school, and she's clanking around and stuff like that. And actually, I wanted to bring up a point too, uh, when she's in the the the, uh, the nurse's office, um, when she's making noise trying to steal the medication. We get, we're starting to feel that fear. Of the Walking Dead, the title uh, of, of this whole series, like happening to us. We're like, please don't do that. Please stop doing that. Oh my god, you're gonna attract them. Please stop shining a flashlight out your front window when you see a walker, you know, like all this stuff that's going on that like we're you know, years in the know that they're just not even paying attention to. But uh it's it's very interesting. And actually, you know, if if we got a, a moment to talk about like seeing even like that what is it, Yeah,
1: before we get to that, we actually have a caller. Um, oh, so really? Hey, you're on the air. Uh, Just give your first name and where you're calling from. Can you hear me? Yeah,
0: I can hear you. Oh, oh, hi. Um, I'm just listening. I'm just a big fan of the Walking Dead series, and now that there's Walking Dead, and I just like to hear commentary about um,
1: the episodes. So I'm just listening and enjoying the show. What What do you think of the series so far? We'll, We'll ask you. Um,
0: because they, well, this is kind of like the prequel to The Walking Dead, so now we, like, um, the caller was saying, I don't know your guys' names, but the caller was saying, um, we know all of the things to
1: do if
0: we uh,
1: make noise and light flashing and everything, so, yeah, I found myself screaming at the television, like, don't do that, don't do that, and, and go for the head,
0: and, it's, it's very frustrating for
1: me right now. So I find
0: it kind of slow because I have too much information. Okay, that's a very good point. You could you you could totally think that like because you're like I know so much more than you. Oh my God, this is taking forever to get to where you want. If if you're wanting it to get to, you know, y- you almost want it to be where, where Rick wakes up and oh my God, they've got a chain across the door and all you see is hands coming out and you hear. Ah. You know, and we're we're not even there yet. We're you know we're getting people penned in. We're getting uh, chalk lines in a uh, in a nurse's office and stuff. We're not there yet. You know, and it, it's got to be. There's probably a good contingency that that might be getting like a little like antsy, frustrated. But I'm hoping this episode gave a little more of what they want, right? Because you got some some rioting going on. And you're seeing like a little bit of angst going on. What do you think, Brett?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing I think that's kind of fascinating so far and watching the feedback for people, um, you know, after the first episode, and I'm sure it's going to come out for this one, is that a lot of people, you know, first said there's, there's not enough zombies, it's going too slow. Um, you know, I, I didn't like it because of that. I personally did like that because that's not what the show is about, and it's going that same slow right. uh, build that the first, you know, the original series did in the first season. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one of those good thing and bad thing for the series in that we know way more. But even you know, if we didn't see The Walking Dead, we would still know more because we've seen um, all the Romero zombie stuff and and 28 yep. days later and 28 weeks later. Like we know the rules. Like we, we help. There was a movie that was all about the rules and double right. tapping <laughs> and, and get cardio. Um, so it's one like no matter what we are in information and knowledge overload which also makes me wonder, do these movies exist in this world, and why aren't they using these rules? Right.
0: Yeah, actually, you know what? That's a very good point, and I think for the caller, and I want to thank the caller for calling in. This is the first time I ever, like, hell, it's the first time I've been doing a freaking uh, podcast, and much less, hey, I, I really enjoyed the, the, the call. But one thing uh, of note, um, if you want to put it, is, like, these zombies are notably different than the zombies that we've been experiencing for five years. Think about it. These zombies are just turning. They are strong. If you notice, like, the the principal, he was overpowering a fashion. They're not rotting yet. You know, they've got, like, some eyes changing, and they're just hungry for brains or flesh and stuff. You know, they are... These are good. No wonders this virus is carrying on. So if I can only... I would say, caller, if you... I would... Stick through the next four episodes. I think you'll be very well entertained because it's it's start, starting to spread like wildfire in society. You can start to see it like where you're catching them in the corner of your eye, in the corner of the screen. They're there. They're just not like in hordes yet. So, And, and they're going to be strong. And this is why society is collapsing. It's up at such an epic level as we're watching.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's, and I think that's the other thing is is putting it in uh, a city like Boston is putting it in any major yep. city is key in that it helps speed things up. I mean, let's let's face it, if this was being done in like Podunk, Iowa, uh, where there's all the 500 people in a town, it's not going to be all that exciting because there's not that uh, quick um, spread and that you know over like the horde just to uh, kind of come at you. But doing it in a city like Los Angeles, you see, you know, things are going to go really quick. Um, There's so many areas where people are uh, condensed and in small spaces that is going to to allow for a quick uh, spread. I mean, immediately I go to the scene and and 20 days, weeks later, I think it was, when they're all Mm -hmm. in the uh, shelter that's protecting it. And there's the one person that's infected and you see it quickly spread throughout the room. You know, that's. Yep. That's what we should expect. Um, why we haven't seen that yet, I think, is interesting. And I think also speaks to that um, this virus is not in everyone because there was a stat that someone posted that it was 108 people die, I don't remember, it was every minute, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's the case, you would quickly see a hell of a lot of zombies in the real world. Um, quickly overloading, um, well, pretty much society as a whole. So it can't be everyone. Um, I've, I've
0: got a question, too, on that in just the sense, uh, and I'm wondering if they're trying to show it in the eyes, because now we're, you know, like, we in, in Walking Dead, we've seen, you know, rotting corpses and stuff walking around, these, these zombies that are just, like, just totally decomposing. This is a first time that we see them with striking blue eyes, except for the principal, he had red eyes. And I don't know if there is a difference there as to when you change and how you change, you know, I, it's a very good point, Brett. like how, and this is going to be the thing that's probably going to nag for seasons as to how are people infected? How are we all getting it? I mean, by the time we get to Rick's world, we're, we've come to the acceptance that everybody has it, even though Rick hasn't been bit and God knows he maybe not had water that was infected or whatnot, but we're all assuming that everybody's infected. If, if grandma dies, she's going to try to eat you in 15 minutes or less, yep. you know, whatever. I, I hate to go back to grandma, but you know.
1: Yes. yes. It's a little weird, but we're, we'll go with it. <laughs> this is going to be the, the fictional character, grandma on the, on the show. We're, we're always going well, to refer the- to grandma.
0: I can, uh, yeah, I mean, we we haven't had a good grandma death yet, so I'm waiting for it.
1: Yeah, that I've noticed we haven't seen yet. Um, nor have we seen Wait, like my a goodness, really small we,
0: child. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't seen many grandma deaths.
1: <laughs> yeah, grandma dies and uh, little kids dying is the other thing that we haven't really seen. Um, not not being uh, kids not being forced to look at flowers. But uh, just general, yeah, like, small yeah. children attacking you. Uh, that's the other well, thing I I, yeah. missing. we missing
0: menacing children.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting that, like, I, I'm not convinced everyone is infected. Plus, the other thing is, if it's really a virus, yeah. there's going to be some folks with a natural immunity. I mean, I forgot what it is. There is some spat of, like, you can expect this amount of people to be naturally immune to everything. Um, yeah. So there's going to be some immunity out there. Uh, the the big question is the why do you get so sick so quickly after being bit? If you're already infected, what does the bite have to do with anything? And why does the bite kill you? Uh, and I think we're kind of seeing that with the boyfriend. It's kind of like it was slowly leading to that, though we didn't get the full answer with Matt.
0: Yeah, we're we're getting a lot of like, sort of in the dark, and again, this is this is to the caller's point, like, you know, it's, it's going slow, but I think that, like, we're going to have these questions, and we're going to have if, you know, Kirkman sort of gets a redo right now because he, you know, it was noted that he felt that, like, he let the cat out of the bag that it was a virus way too early on in Walking Dead um, with the CDC, and now he's got the chance to, like, have us ask these questions, pull us, he's got us on the hook now, we're going to sit there and absolutely like say, all right, well, where did it come from? Why is this happening? Why does the bite make a person change in a couple of days yet? You know, if we're all living in it, it stays dormant. Like, you know, where, you know, does that come to where it came from or how it's, how it's like contracted, you know, does that make us question the belief that what Rick says, you know, that like we all have it. Do we? You know, maybe some people in your, you
1: know? Yeah, and that's the other thing. We're assuming the CDC is right. I mean, we just know one Mm -hmm. dude who was in there makes the claim. Um, He was probably drinking his own urine at that
0: point, so I don't know if I really trust him. He was a little bit cray-cray.
1: So there's easy ways to walk it back. And then, I mean, the one thing we know where the evidence that says they are infected is when Shane was killed. He wasn't killed from the virus, and he comes back. So,
0: yeah, that's a very good point, uh, Brett. Was missed. but yeah,
1: I mean, maybe, maybe out. No. I think the question the question would be is, does it matter? I don't think it really matters at all.
0: I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I think that the question matters in this series only from a sense of, like I had brought up. Uh, at the beginning of our podcast, is that like you know, it could have happened two days before, and like you said, a hundred and eight. That's you know, a, a day or a minute or whatever that is. A, a minute. If it's a hundred and eight, that's a minute. That's that's just like you know, it it that's of epic biblical proportions that don't have yep. to do with like my fantasy football team. That like you know, you would get a hundred and eight recruits to this Walking Dead side. Every minute. Yep, that's, so it's unfathomable. You know, it's crazy.
1: So the according to the Ecology Global Network, it is six thousand three hundred and sixteen people die each hour, with one hundred five people dying each minute. There's also two hundred and fifty births each minute, which is interesting. Um, four births each second of every day. Uh so yeah, I mean if it's if it's really everyone's infected, you mm-hmm. would wonder why there wasn't a huge like just a rambling horde by this point, because it's been, they said, what, like a week at this point, it, roughly? Uh,
0: well, here's the fun thing, days. and this is, I want to put, like, well, a couple of days for for us, right? And I wanted to get to, like, one of the Easter eggs, and which is why I'll, I'll completely push hook, line, and sinker and say that, like, AMC has done a beautiful job of just doing this cross connectivity thing with their, their story sync. If you go on to their website, the pilot episode that's normally called the pilot episode. When you actually click onto it, it says the title of the episode is called 95 days left. Now we don't know what that means. Is it 95 days left of society? Is it 95 days left until Rick wakes up? You know, that tells us sort of like we all know from, and if you don't know, um, we know from sort of like The Walking Dead, and if you're a reader of the comic books, it was, Rick was in the coma for about five months. And we know just when he wakes up, you know, well, hell, his flowers are dead. You know, everybody's been penned up. And it, it, society's gone at that point, right? So we don't know where we are in this timeline. Uh, we know where we are in their timeline. And we already know that we're at that tipping point that's going on. So I, I think that's the beauty of this uh, series, too, is that we don't really know. Like, how much time do we have left until we're all going to have to, like, bug out and go on the hill where we found Laurie and Shane and everybody? I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we're going off of this. So, it's 24 hours. We're 60 minutes. So, we're looking at uh, 1,440 minutes uh, a day, uh, 105 people. So, that's roughly 150, let's just say 150,000 zombies are created every single day just from natural death. Um. So it's not a ton worldwide, but it's been at least a few days. So you're probably looking at there's at least a million zombies out there, plus the people they've bitten. Um, and I always think of the movies where they have like the red dot of like, hey, here's the first person, and then here's mm-hmm. the list, like slowly expanding. So there's yeah, it's gotta out, it's be outbreak. yeah, or you know, World War Z had a cool scene on it. Outbreak yep. had the scene on it. Um, yeah. So we're probably looking at at least a million zombies exist at this point of, you know, what, what 7 billion people in the world? So it's one in 7,000 is a zombie, roughly?
0: And that's and that's just the ones that you, you've you done the math on for
1: we're such those nerds. who
0: could have been bit or naturally died. We know that they're calling it a flu. We don't know if there actually is a flu, but there are people actually getting sick outside of at least I'm making the assumption that people are getting sick outside of like a natural cause death and somebody getting bit, that people are just coming down with a fever and not feeling well. And then all of a sudden they die. So it's like, you know, whether it be a bird flu or whatever, you know, is there something actually sickness wise going on or is that just sort of like what the the radio speak, if you will, the, uh, for the public is is being told because we haven't really seen somebody that's healthy one day, sick the next day outside of of the boyfriend that that got bit so or scraped or whatever that was you know we we we, did, right. we still don't know if people are getting like a flu if there's a virus that's truly out there,
1: right? So we know we know the boyfriend got bit so clearly he. Uh, he's got it. The The drug dealer got hit by or got shot, so he died. So the virus was already in him. Um, the neighbor next door was coughing, but you don't know if he's actually infected at all. That could just have been a mm-hmm. red herring or just to get us to notice him. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. That's about it that we've really seen. Uh Out of everyone, that's pretty much it that we've seen. So we, you know, the easiest is, like, if all these people are dying, weird things are happening, um, uh, you know, who's going to admit that they got bit by some dude? And the the boyfriend took forever to get it out of him of being like, yeah, I got bit by someone. So, you know, they could be seeing and saying, yes, something is passing around. Um, it could be, you know, we know it also gets passed through fluids, probably. Like, we've seen that in the main yeah. series, that seems to be an indication. So, that would explain some stuff in the hospital, maybe. Um, because the hospital were, they were hinting that, you know, a lot of people were dying. Um, oh, yeah. They
0: they said that they had two deaths on that floor and that they just didn't have time for that person. I was like, oh, well, geez, all right, well, who cares if two people blue-lined, they were well in the know that those deaths meant a lot more than just somebody blue-lining you take them down to the morgue, the way they were reacting, yeah. if you remember that scene.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a key one. Uh, so it's interesting. Like They are slowly uh, building it. I'm watching the scene with the principal again. It looks like he, just his eyes are bloodshot.
0: Which is interesting, though, too, because, again, think of all the people that changed. Like, they've had these... Uh, I I don't know if it means anything. Um, but it's, you know, he's, they've got these striking blue eyes. Yeah, well, he he didn't.
1: Well, he's got an injury on his back, so I'm wondering if maybe the blood flow, and it's towards the base of his neck, so I'm wondering if maybe the blood flow goes up to his eyes. Like, there's, there are some injuries that, that happens. I can't think, I don't, like, I don't know this well enough. It's not like this is something I've really studied, but, you know, that's a possibility. Um, that could just be whatever caused him to be to cause that to happen because there is clearly a pretty significant wound in his upper shoulder, um, or he could just have bloodshot eyes. I mean, I've, I've, he's a principal; he might be getting stoned for all we know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I think it's going it, in it, the name of the
0: process because he didn't defer. Yeah
1: they're uh there's definitely they're definitely tying in a lot or i would say teasing a lot of the questions we've had from the main series but not answering them
0: you know and I just got a uh a text message from somebody that uh is listening, thankfully, and I appreciate the, the text in. And that we've been talking about the neighbors, too, and you notice that the one neighbor was coughing. The neighbor that's packing up that's coughing was actually the same neighbor that was attacking the neighbors across the street. <laughs> so oh. all of a sudden, that's how quick that happened. So we don't know if that was a bite or if it was a flu. All we know is that he was trying to bug out, and now he's trying to eat somebody. So,
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into the one thing, we're gonna try to keep this to an hour, Max. Uh, so I'm gonna go to one thing that so far I haven't, I don't like, is the series is rather predictable in the end of this second episode, you've kind of got the family split. So you know the story mm-hmm. is now gonna turn into them trying to get back together, um, yeah. through all kinds of, uh, uh, harrowing experiences. It's, you know, that uh, trope that we've seen God knows how many times in entertainment, um, it's a little it's a little predictable, I think. So maybe they'll, they'll do a curveball, but I'm going with probably not.
0: No, I, I think that there's only so much that probably
1: you can do.
0: I mean, you don't want it to be overly predictable. We don't know when they're going to get back together. Again, they're still in the same city, um, but they're going to have different experiences. One's in a neighborhood, the other one, you know, one's in a neighborhood with a a junky sun that's, that's that's uh, you know, crashing. And the other one's, like, in the midst of, like, in the city. So if you think of it, you've got, like, sort of, like, where Lori was in the house before they bugged out and went up into the, the, the mountains outside of Atlanta. And then you got where Rick was in the tank when Atlanta collapsed. So you, you almost got this one, you know, I, I, I worry for the one that's in the city because it's going to go, Quite quickly, and, 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 and you know, I, I'm hoping that we get a little bit of, if you think about it, like, I always felt, at least in the original series, mm-hmm. what really happened, because Rick's there, and there's a tank there, and they were already building up, you know, sandbag walls and stuff to try yeah. to, like, you know, go to war against these things. You know, I, I'm hoping that we see a, a bit of that, and when we also see what happens in, like, suburbia where people weren't paying attention. You know, maybe that's sort of, like, the, the experience that we'll get out of it rather than, like, you know, well, we have to get to Dad. <laughs> you know? I, I, so I'm hoping that we see that.
1: The question would be is, how long before we see the Hollywood sign burning? Or it will we see the Hollywood sign burning?
0: <laughs> I actually... Well... Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, will we see the Hollywood sign burn, or or do we see uh, like the corpse of like some some famous actor walking around the, the Chinese theater or something like that? You know. Like
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. Maybe
0: maybe Kobe um. Bryant makes a guest appearance. How about that? <laughs> we'll Kobe Br- the Kobe Bryant zombie
1: is walking we'll around Staples the, Center. Uh, the the guys that are out. Uh, in- Up, whatever the Chinese leader take photos with them. Uh, A couple of them in costumes shuffling along. That
0: would be hilarious if you saw Batman eating somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Like Batman, like eating. I I want a picture of Batman. No. Uh, or, or you know, it, it almost all right. Now we've gone off the tracks. It could turn into like a, a little bit of a Scooby Doo thing, like where all of a sudden, like you've got the entire L.A. Lakers as like a zombie
1: horde, or a globetrotters trying to stop them. Um, so going back on track, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing that struck uh, another thing that struck on the first episode of the series is it starts very similar. To the first episode. The Walking Dead, where you have uh your kind of one of your main characters uh pop mm-hmm. up and look around notice things are off, and then eventually wanders outside where yep. they're kind of confronted with uh with society or what's going on in this case it you know we were more confronted than anything else um, but uh it, you know basically this the, the series starts the exact same way,
0: yes. There's a lot of homage, if you think about it, to the original series. Even, like, I felt like when they drove past the park the two times in the first episode... I felt like it. It was the same time as like when Rick was was going by the park, and we saw the bicycle lady that he had to plug in the head in the first episode. Yeah. Um, it, it like just the park scene, seeing it there, and then the second time when they go through and you see the was like the lone walker versus like a bustling park. Like we we sort of got to to feel this is how life was. The next day that they drive past, oh, wait, now it's, like, completely desolate. There's missing signs on the wall, and there's a walker in there. And, and I thought the walk- there was a little homage there.
1: The walker in the park, um, unfortunately, like, I hated that just because we've seen almost that exact scene, yeah. shot for shot, with Shaun of the Dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. And, and, so- and you know what? Maybe it's it's gotten overly stereotypical you know but I, I, I thought that they were like just hinting back at the one but you're right that happens way too often in the genre Um, I just thought that it was like a, at least a little clever and a, a tip of the hat to the original series there were a, a couple little tips of the hat and what uh, like in this episode seeing all the guys in the riot gear like it was just like it, it took me right back to seeing riot zombies you know
1: yeah oh yeah um, we actually have another caller. Holy crap. People, are, I guess, are listening. Um all right, so we're gonna get this, Yeah, so let's get this caller in and see what they have to say. All right, whoever's calling from uh, Richmond. <laughs> Baba Booey. Nice. Baba nice.
0: Booey. I listen. That's fine. That's fine. I, I listened to Howard <laughs> on my entire ride back today. So do you have a question? Or are we just going to Baba no, buoy it? No, he did the Baba no?
1: buoy, which I actually feel hey, we're big enough that we've got the Stern fans calling in and giving us a little Baba that's buoy. That's fine. I'm good that's, with that. You
0: know what? Props. Props. I'm okay with that. We, hey, if you can get Howard to call in or in at least play
1: us, that's fine. Yeah, if Howard's right.
0: playing us tomorrow morning, that's cool.
1: <laughs> um, all right. We I actually think I'm going to have a your <laughs> <of> honor.
0: <laughs> I will, yes. I, I. I I got my first Baba Booey call. Oh, it's just like it yeah. was yesterday. Uh, anyways, go back drama. on to where we were. Uh, did, you little, okay. it, um, <laughs> did, did you it, notice any other little... Did you notice any other
1: homages that were going on,
0: whether it be to the genre or the original series?
1: Not really. The only thing that really, that other than um, that that stood out to me, at least for the first episode, it's, it, you're seeing it a little bit in the second, is the use of color. Uh, the first mm-hmm. episode in the beginning and reminds me more not of walking dead but 28 days later does it a, does it a lot with uh the colors of the scenes and that with the whole the the, the first i say like 3 quarters of it is in a like orangeish orange-ish hue and then mm-hmm. towards the end you start getting a lot of blues in um the second episode has that too especially when they are um in with uh Ruben Blades character, uh Dan- uh Daniel, um it's all yeah. orange in that situation. So there's a, clearly they're thinking of colors one way or another. Um and how do you yeah, use it there, the
0: there's been a there's a few uh, shows that have done that. I'm trying to remember the one that was on uh NBC for a time. Um but it they used to go it was the 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 guy that had like two personalities and they they'd literally hue. The the screen differently so that you knew which sort of life he was leading at that point, and I, I I did notice that as well, like that orange hue always being around. Just and if you think about like the imagery that they use on the posters and that, that's always got that like like sort of like uh, aged look, that 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 uh, yellowish hue. You almost wonder if they're trying to give you that feel, which almost feels like the you know the covers of the comic books too. Use a lot of the the, the, the yellows and the, the that like aged look going on too.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's I think it's actually interesting. Is the uh, since the comic series is black and white, we really don't mm-hmm. know what the the coloring is would be and how that would look. We only can go by the uh, by the covers, which generally do fall into that orangeish yellow vibe about it. Um mm-hmm. other than that, I was like it it's good so far. I think the series is it's really solid. Um it's interesting when I was at San Diego Comic Con um and talking to some folks, they were actually down on it. They they've seen some episodes, uh, some of my inside uh friends and they said don't get my hopes up and that they didn't think it was quite as good as the main series. When it comes to comparison of it, think of like the first two episodes of the main series and the first two of this. I think this one's better, and it's taken a lot of those lessons of the first six episodes so far and not uh, making the same mistakes.
0: Well, the beauty of the first season of The Walking Dead, I think, was that what they took out of, you know, one or two of the very first comics and drew that out. Like, you think about, like, you know... Just sort of the extent in the comics, and and, uh, I apologize for any of the podcast people that that don't read the comics, that are just purely uh, part of the pop culture of the AMC series. Um, If I can encourage you, go out there, buy the compendiums, read it. You will not be let down. But how we get so much backstory brought into it and how, like, a couple of panels – in the comic turns into an entire episode. And I agree with you that like, we're getting a lot more, because if you think of like the, the comic, it it's very stark in the beginning because we're just walking down the path and following Rick, who's a very strong character. We're sort of starting with nothing. And I think that that gets people a little on edge because we don't really know. It. It, it's, there's a lot of people that read the comics and watch the the original series. And now we're here, you know, we're all on edge. We're 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 completely on edge, and they're doing that for a reason. They're, they're you know we know what's going on. We know the shit that's going to happen in another couple months, and where the where the where society's going to be. And we're going no, don't do that. Do this, you know. And 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 you're watching these characters. I think that the 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 the, the people like our first caller that are that are frustrated. It, you know, it's because of the fact that the first series has such strong characters and they were so well written and they start right out of the gate that way. And these ones, they sort of seem hapless. You know, they're, yep. they're, they're, they're not there yet. They're not Rick yet. I mean, Rick was a cop and just ran with it. He's like, all right, shit hit the fan. I got to find my wife and kid. You know, and he's just going to start killing people. And it helped that he ran into, uh, uh, goes back to his house and and runs into somebody that's actually lived it. And he's you know pining over his wife. But here, they're not there yet. And I think that the weakness of the characters might be where people are feeling let down. And I would just say probably stick with it because we're going to get some strong characters out of here somewhere.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, you know, think about <laughs> the main series. You know, they've lived it five, six months at this point. So they've got their shit together. Mm-hmm. Even Rick who hasn't lived it is a cop, is a clearly like a leader. Um he's been trained to deal with really messed up situations. So he's gonna come out on top, you know, you know, fairly easily. You know, here we're dealing with really the you know the diff- I think the biggest difference between the two is Walking Dead is about uh a bunch of people creating society and creating a family from a whole bunch of um, broken-down parts, whereas this is a family attempting to survive things breaking down. Um, mm-hmm. So the question, it's two totally different things in that yep. here the focus is, you know, what are you going to do for your kids? I mean, let's face it, we had a mom yep. going to steal Oxycontin for her junky kid so they can just yep. get him out somewhere safe so he can detox. Um, Which is the, the the conversation- a
0: beautiful conversation the conversation that I had with the people I was watching with, uh, this episode is that, you know, we don't know it. And I'm not, I'm not used to people that are junkies, much the less that like you need to get Oxycontin for somebody. Hey, I'm just not running that way. I might be drinking whiskey right now. That's my poison. But he, the, uh, the fact is, is that like, She's actually sort of, while she's doing that, willing to do, and, and that seems like this outlandish proposition in if society still exists. It's not quite that way when you think about, like, he could, I mean, he could have just died in his own vomit. He needs to get those things so that they can slowly bring him down. Or guess what? He's going to be a zombie. Like, <laughs> that's, that, that's the thing. Like, you know, we're now at the point where we all know they don't know, and she's actually doing him a benefit not just to bring him down, but keep them alive.
1: It, it also throws it out there. I and mean, there's going to be people who are not going to be taken care of, who are drug addicts, who can't t- – uh, maybe alcoholics who aren't going to be able to get what they need and are going to die. Oh, well, I'd be able to
0: get what death.
1: I need. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> Sorry. On that note, uh, so we got about uh, just under five minutes left. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up with final thoughts um, from you and myself as far as the show.
0: Well, my final thoughts, I think that like we've hit every nail, and, and there's a few notes that I want to get to our next show, and, and, and it really, I'm sort of you know, I don't want to let down the people that are, I don't want to call them the haters yet, but the ones that are the skeptics, but I, I, I'll i be the one. I'm not selling the show because I'm selling it because I love the idea. And if you're just getting into this, which is the Walking Dead franchise now, I guess, if you will, um, understand that it's not about the zombies. It's about the human condition. And we're living the beginnings of the human condition. And I love that I'm getting this experience because I, I, I'm sitting here uncomfortable. Because I know where it's going. I, because I know two years from now where society's going to be. We're going to have bloated zombies and fr- like fire zombies walking out of uh, the 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 forest and stuff like that. You know, we're we're at the precipice and we're we're sort of getting to experience something that like questioned when he woke up. Like, what the shit just happened? How long have I been out? You know, like, and and, and that's what I'm excited about. And you know, what I'm hoping for for the next episode to tee it off for the next episode is we get a little more of what happens in the city because we've got a family there now that's going to experience it. So we're going to experience it. We get the same thing, like what happens in suburbia after we saw a neighbor who was coughing and then about to eat like the, the, the birthday party. Um, you know, we get to experience it. That's what I'm expecting next episode. What about you, Brett? What what are you thinking? What do you feel now? And what are you expecting out of the next episode?
1: Um, that's a good question. The I'm hoping that we will see more of the aftermath of the riot in downtown. Um, I'm, I'm ho- the, the thing I'm hoping we don't see is suddenly a junkie son who's okay. Uh, we're still going to be need to be intro- like better introduced to uh Ribbon Blades family, uh, Salazar's, which uh, I think is going to be key. He's around for all the episodes. Um, but yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be interesting. I expect things to start going much quicker uh, as far as things falling apart. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I, mean, I think uh, it went I would pretty not,
0: fast this episode.
1: Yeah, I would not be surprised though. Next episode, they're back into the daylight and um, uh, Salazar's and I'm trying to get everyone's name Since I'm still wearing Travis, walks out of the the barbershop or the shop and things are clear, like things have kind of, like, calmed down and there's some fires. Because uh, I don't think we're quite at that point where it's just pure chaos all the time. But uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I fully expect the trope of the two families having to get back together. And the question will be, is how long does that take? I think that's going to be the big thing, and maybe that's the driver for the, next, for the rest of the episodes. Um, maybe it's 95 days until they get back together. So that would be uh
0: Yeah, that's true too. There you go. That's a very good point.
1: Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Um we will figure out when because I was pinged and told that next week is not an episode. So maybe we'll do an abbreviated. No. But we are yeah. going to uh we're gonna start wrapping up this episode. We've got ninety seconds left. Um before we sign off, I do want to say our thoughts are with the family and friends of West Craven who passed away this afternoon in Los Angeles due to brain cancer. Uh, without, I think, Wes Craven, I'm pretty sure all of us in agreement that you would not see modern horror be where it's at, probably including The Walking Dead. So, uh, you know, it's rather appropriate that we uh, uh, give our condolences uh, for that because he really is a, uh, a giant when it comes to the horror genre. Uh, but Pioneer. Thanks for everyone. Yeah, Pioneer is a great way of putting it. Um, So we've got about 30 seconds left. I want to wrap up. Uh, Everyone, thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, maybe not next week, but definitely the week after. We're going to be doing this definitely after every single show, and we're going to try to do a live show for the final uh, season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. Thanks for listening to Fear the Walking uh, Dead fanboys. Uh, I'm Brett, and thank you, Ron, for joining me in this experiment. Uh, folks can catch us every single day at uh, graphicpolicy.com. Uh, you can, course, catch us on Twitter, Facebook, all graphic policy. Thanks for listening. Until next time, uh, well, keep uh, watching and protect yourself from the zombies. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye. Cheers, all. Bye-bye.